Welcome to the club no one ever wanted to join. This is Refused, the unofficial podcast of Eliasm.org. Having a tough time spelling that? It's an acronym for I Live in a Sexless Marriage. Listen to stories, articles, and sometimes the dark humor experienced by those in sexless marriages here on Refused. On Eliasm.org, you'll see much wiser people than me give advice on coping with sexless marriage. And you may see my less useful posts under the name Mirror Orchid. Until then, you've suffered enough. On with the show. For those unfamiliar, Jenga is a game involving small wooden blocks that look a bit like miniature railroad ties. Three across make a square. The blocks are stacked three at a time at right angles to each other, back and forth, creating a rectangular prism. A building, basically. Then players take turns removing blocks, creating instability. The player that makes the tower fall over loses the round. Building a mood for a refusing spouse can be like setting up the Jenga tower, but in this case, the setup is the game. The object is to get it, say, 20 blocks high. You can set it up three at a time in a stable square the way you set the game up normally, or you could set it up with one railroad tie on top of another, or any combination in between. Heck, you're allowed to make use of 12 blocks for the bottom if you like, and make it a pyramid with one at the top. Anything goes. The Jenga blocks are your efforts to set the mood. Play nice music at dinner, go on a road trip to a bed and breakfast, spend an afternoon antiquing, listen to an intense recounting of a thoughtless boss, Buy flowers, do a chore you've meant to get to for months, compose a love song, draw a bubble bath with bacon-scented candles in every corner of the bathroom, cut off your ear and send it to her in the mail. Well, maybe not. The one guy that tried that didn't get any. But whatever it takes. The goal is to get the Jenga tower up to 20 levels high. You can try to stack 20 blocks atop each other, but the thing gets wobbly at 7. You can make a huge base of 12 blocks, but you've only got one level ready two months later. You'll want to find that sweet spot, building up towards that moment when everything is right, but human hands are only just so steady. Maybe you sneeze. Maybe the cat jumps on the table. Point is, the tower falls down a lot. It's frustrating. Maybe it shouldn't take 20 levels high. Maybe you should get a win in your column if you even try a dozen times? If you can never win the game, is it a surprise some folks don't want to try? Was it fun for Sisyphus the first couple of times when he thought it was a matter of technique to get that rock on top of the mountain? Everyone has their own breaking point, a point at which you casually finger a Jenga block and idly get four or five layers high and just look at it thinking, 15 more to go. Yeah, right. In the worst situations, your partner may poke a brick out once in a while and you struggle mightily to counterbalance the damage done. This often when you've got 16 layers high and you were demonstrating signs of hope. So sabotage or no, you stop playing the game. Maybe you put the game back on the shelf. 
Maybe you pull out games where it's possible to win. Maybe you play Jenga with someone willing to start with the tower and take the bricks out instead of building them up. And the two of you laugh as the blocks fall all over themselves in a jumbled mess. It's not the challenge of reverse Jenga that's the issue. It's the futility. The layers upon layers of dedication and gestures of devotion all coming to naught. Time spent, money wasted, perhaps, hopes raised. Winning needs to be possible. The game itself isn't the fun part, though we might be told it is. There's advice out there that revitalizing the bedroom is a matter of setting the mood. Act like you did when you were young and just starting out. Remember why you fell in love in the first place. Court her once again. Woo her. Okay. Can do. We'll woo. Don't you worry. Oh, how we'll woo. Woo will we woo. But it's got to work. Acknowledgement of effort is where the love used to lay, and it must be found there again. The effort must garner results, or it's the same thing as not trying at all. That's today's show. Thanks for listening. Drop by Eliasm.org to learn a whole lot more about sexless marriages and what to do about them, or just find a sympathetic ear. That's I-L-I-A-S-M dot org. We're sorry you tuned in, but do it again soon. The intro and outro music is sampled from the instrumental Drown in Thoughts on the album Illusions by X Tickerix, whose name I may be butchering. Available at freemusicarchive.org. This episode of Refused is not brought to you by Collier Motors AMC, America's last AMC dealership. Hey, old timer, looking to drive down memory lane in a 1970 Javelin, a 1971 Matador 401, an Ambassador Wagon, Gremlin X, Rebel, Concord, Duster, or Hornet? Sure you are, because you remember AMC Motors. There was nothing like them, and you think there no longer are. But that's where you're wrong. Get yourself to Pikesville, North Carolina, and visit Collier Motors. Set yourself up with a vintage AMC, the kind you learn to drive in, the kind your wife remembers, the kind your kid was conceived in. Find them at colliermotorsamc.com or like them on Facebook. Collier Motors, you've saved the best for last. So long, you're not alone, it'll be okay. I need a better sign off.